time for the rural news with Sally Murphy and Ōtautahi. Kia ora, Sally, and fruit growers are counting the cost of frosty conditions last week. Kia ora, Mani. That's right. Fruit growers across the central North Island are reporting losses after a heavy frost on Friday. Strawberry Fields grows the fruit across 22 acres in Matangi on the outskirts of Hamilton. Owner Darian McFadden says the minus four frost nailed about 20% of his crop. So it was a severe, probably the severest frost for that time of the year I've seen in 35 years. Generally, we get a, any sort of frost, even a one degree above, it will do some damage on um, open flowers. And once the flowers are set, a little bit frost safe. But we've been picking for maybe 10 days or two weeks. And this severity of this frost, combined with the time of the year, has absolutely nailed 100% of all the flowers and all the fruit that's sitting there. And it's literally frozen the fruit on the vine, uh, on the bushes. And so we've just started a crew off to pull everything off that we've um, would have had for the next 10 days. Mr McFadden says the losses will have a big financial hit on his business. One of the problems is it's the early season fruit is high value fruit, you know, and the strawberries in the shop now are six dollars and six fifty, which relates to our buy price. So the shoulders of the season's early fruit late season is always high value fruit. So we've kind of missed the cream <laughs> before we even started. Seeker is the country's largest kiwifruit grower. Its chief executive, Michael Frank, says the hard frost didn't come at the best time for the vines. So the damage that we've seen from the frost that came in through the Katikati, Tapuna, Tauranga, back of Tauranga, um, Tipuki out to Edgecombe and actually in the Pūtiki as well. So sort of right through the Bay of Plenty and into the Pūtiki growing region. Um, we were fortunate. We, um, we had done an assessment and so we did bring some choppers in um, you know, for those orchards that are unprotected with windmills or um, water. Uh, but still, you know, there's widespread reports of damage. Mr Frank says the extent of damage varies from orchard to orchard. The vines effectively have woken up from their winter senescence. Most of them have anyway. Uh, and so they're in leaf and they've got buds. And so, you know, they've got leaves that may be two or three inches long or just coming out and they've got their flower buds. So the frost effectively burns the leaves off uh, and may make the, um, the flower buds unviable. It's a, it's a little time for growers because, you know, they've just come off a hard season with COVID and weather and labour and, you know, and difficult market returns and quality. And, of course, they've spent all their money pruning their orchards and getting the orchards tied down. So, you know, a major amount of the investment's gone into the orchard and effectively lost it. Michael Frank says green kiwifruit growers will be the hardest hit as they get lower returns than gold growers. And as we reported on Friday, an asparagus grower near Cambridge had to mow down 160 hectares of asparagus due to the frost. Meanwhile, wet weather has led an Australian citrus grower to dump 300 tonnes of his orange crop so far this season. Vito Mancini told the ABC it's the worst season he's had in 40 years. Heavy rain means his fruit is not meeting supermarket specifications. He says he picked about 10% of the crop to see if he could make it work in the market and lost lots of money doing so. So he says it makes more financial sense to dump the fruit than to pay people to pick it. To other news, increasing inquiries from South Island farmers has led a top dressing company to set up a hub in Timaru. Super Air has been using fixed-wing aircraft to apply fertiliser and lime to the North Island since 1988. Company General Manager John Elliott says it's been operating in South Canterbury for a few months now, but is building a hangar at Timaru's Richard Pearce Airport. The reason for the South Island is customer pull. So farmers quite often have interests in both the North and South Island. 
and super ears point of difference is a system that we have called SpreadSmart, and our North Island customers wanted to be able to leverage that on their South Island properties. So a little bit of envy probably. So we, we were we were getting asked more and more frequently, could we could we move south? Mr Elliott says SpreadSmart uses artificial intelligence to map farmland, which helps reduce the amount of fertiliser needed. What that enables is for them to make a very concise recommendation. Then we can load that into the aircraft and we've got computers on the aircraft that control the, control the gate box with hydraulics and the fertiliser is applied effectively to a prescription so the pilot's no longer opening and closing the hopper box manually. A computer is doing that and adjusting for speed over ground and there's some very significant bankable benefits to the farmer in engaging with that technology. John Elliott says Super Air also recently took over Phoenix Aviation's operation in Gore, which has helped the company expand its customer base even further. Products from Kapiti and Wairarapa dominated the New Zealand Extra Virgin Olive Oil Awards in Wellington on Saturday night. From Kapiti, Waikawa Glen took out the Best in Show for its Glen Blend, and Noble Estate took out the title of Best Flavoured Oil for its Kaffir Lime Oil. And from Wairarapa, Lot 8's Reserve Oil got Reserve Best in Show, and the Best Boutique Oil was awarded to Koroneke's Pressed Gold. Olive's NZ spokesperson, Emma Glover, explains why the oils from the two regions stood out. The majority of our members, or majority of the olive growers, are actually based in Wairapa and Kapiti. There's just the climate and the soil conditions are really successful to be growing olives um, in that region, and there is a lot of smaller growers in the regions. Miss Glover says there were fewer entries for the awards this year as the olive harvest was smaller due to the bad weather. But she says the calibre of oils was high and the judges were impressed. They're looking for, I guess, it's, it's the smell of the oil to start with and what the aromas are that's coming through, how it sits in the mouth and then how it lingers afterwards. That's Emma Glover from Olives NZ and that's the Rural News for today. Koe rā te porongo o te tai whenua.